Hi, everybody, and welcome to Killing Time, the podcast. <laughs> I'm Cloggy, that's Bryce, and together we're Brocky. Brocky Balboa? Like, instead of, instead of Rocky running up the steps, it's just us, like, taking Slithering steps like getting, snakes? I was gonna say, getting, like, really winded and, like, having to take a seat. Well, I, when you said Bobo, I immediately thought of... Bobo Constrictor. I literally was about to say Balboa Constrictor. That's not <laughs> a snake. <laughs> it's a really muscular snake, though. <laughs> slither! I'm it's a slithery snake! It's got one boxing tail on its tail. Box... <laughs> A boxing glove on its tail. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I was trying to say. I love boxing with my snake. <laughs> Don't. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. I'm taking that one back. <sighs> but uh, hi. This is this is. Kleiss. The episode, we right? could also be Kleiss. <laughs> Kleiss. That sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like another word for like genital crabs. <laughs> Well, that's what we are. We we get in your skin, and then you, you can't get rid of us. Welcome to and the podcast. We're here to kill time, whether it's killing time or literally murdering time itself. Who knows? One or the other. This is episode one of Things to Come. It is professional, if you think about it. Just depends on how you think about it's it. It's just two best friends thinking about it. I'm saying... You get it. Yeah. Do I? I don't know. Okay. This podcast, we're going to go through, um, not this, not this episode, like, I don't want to talk that much today, but, like, this podcast is because me and him can talk for days about anything all the time, so if you ever have suggestions for episodes, let us know, but we have things we're going to be doing, including horror stories, dating advice, conspiracy theories, books, movies, Games. Games. We got drunk games in this stories. Well, we'll have to see how many of those I can actually talk about. Murdering time. 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 Just time. Specifically. Whatever. Whatever comes to mind. We're gonna talk about it. Today. We're talking about it. Yeah. Well, because we originally thought of this when we were driving you to your new residence. Correct. Honestly, I cannot remember what the bit was, but for the like seven of you in the world who don't know what a bit is, <laughs> I had to explain this to my mom because I, 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 we, were, we were also driving and I was, you know, doing a bit. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, it's just a bit. It's just a what? It's... Okay, now I forgot how to explain it. Yeah, I mean, you're, what's you, a bit? Like, you're making... Yeah, you're Come doing on, a Bryce, what's a bit? Friend. Um... I mean, so you're doing like, you know, you're, you're walking down the street with some friends and you see like, you are doing so well. I am crashing and burning have, right now. Have you had caffeine today? Three hours ago. All right. We're going to inject some into your veins. A bit right. is more or less an inside joke or a style or type of thing you happen to be 
making fun of at the time. And one thing that we've kind of discussed as friends is like, if you can't riff each other's bits, you can't be friends with each other. Like if I make a joke, even if it's a terrible joke, you've got to joke right along back with me or make fun of me for the joke because that's how good friends are. My tree looks so stupid in the back with not lighted uh, lit it up. But anyway, you're also you're missing the star. It just kind of looks a little sad. <laughs> I've never had a star. That's not the that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about bits, and we have a lot of bits, and we like to riff on them, and that can include um, anything. And uh, that was a really good example because we have so many that I can't come up with off the top of my head, and we're gonna develop a plenty on this broadcast podcast. Um, and, um, where was I going with this story? Uh, how we decided to start the podcast? Because we talk a lot. (laughs) I mean, pretty, yeah. We think we're funny and we want you to laugh at us with us so that you can make fun of us as well as we can make fun of ourselves. Let's, let's start a podcast is like the 2015 version of we should start a band. Oh my god, ew, it is. It is. And before that, it was, we should buy a bar. (laughs) So I wonder what the next one will be. Oh, she's already wheezy. He's making me laugh. I need my inhaler. (laughs) Shit, do I need mine? That's fine. Ew, we are classically, let's start a band. Yeah. Yo, have you ever been legitimately asked to start a band? I have. Uh, Well, okay, what instrument would you play? Would you have played? I was asked to be a background singer. How long ago? Wait, before elementary school. Okay, well, that's everyone wants to my, start. I my well, that's the age that the let's start a band thing was a thing. I yeah. was like nine, uh, and okay, it always happened on the school bus. And somebody I knew, uh, he was a singer, and he played guitar. And he was like, yeah, I have a friend who's going to be a drummer. And I'm thinking about starting a band. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, you could be in the band. You could be a background singer. So, like, there was a time where, like, I was legitimately asked. I wasn't going to do it because, like, singing in front of people was. I was the shyest child growing up. You the shyest. Didn't speak. If you it's think also- I would be caught dead singing in front of somebody. Except when I had to be a Christmas killer, but that was a different story. Yeah, you were weirdly excited about that, being a Christmas killer. I did have to sing in front of people publicly. Well, I was also, I think, at one point, forced to be in choir. No, I wasn't in a choir. I was in some sort of singing something, but my middle, my elementary school, every year the second grade class would put on a christmas performance and which is perfect timing because it's christmas season they'd put on a christmas play and you get assigned a role and other than being really shy growing up i didn't really have any speech or developmental issues growing up i've got plenty now um which is ironic coming from what's about to be said is i definitely was a very big reader still at the time then and I am now so like I had decent vocabulary I wasn't necessarily a smart kid that's not what we were talking about but um I didn't have any speech problems 
except for one word. And what it word made or break everything around me. And my mother asked me to stop saying it out loud because people were giving me weird looks. I didn't have a problem with any word, but the word caroler was very difficult for six-year-old clocky. I don't know how old I am when I'm in second grade. Um, and you get assigned a role. Oh my gosh, this story is actually the worst. You get assigned a role, and I, the shy kid in class, got assigned the fucking singing role in the play. Loved that for me. Um, so I had to sing in front of people. And so I got assigned a Christmas killer and there was four. I just, you just said, I just, I apparently still can't say caroler if I say it fast enough. Um, there was four of us that were Christmas carolers. And so we had to sing a couple songs. We'd like, we had to dress really warm because it looked like we were, you know, going door to door. So we had like mittens on and big gloves and we'd hold these like large, books that had like the words of the songs we were doing and we'd like stand on stage and sing our songs anyway i gotta sign christmas killer apparently i'm still got a speech impediment for this word and i went around and everyone's like oh my god cloggy what did you get for the christmas play and i was like christmas killer and they were like what else my christmas killer and i told my bus driver and she was like what'd you get honey and i was like the christmas killer and i told my mom and she was like is that what you've been telling everyone i'm like yeah that's what i that's what i got in the play and she's like do you know what you're saying? And I was like, yeah, the singing. I go to order to singing. And she was like, caroler. You're saying killer. And I was like, I don't hear a difference. Uh, you're saying you're saying the same word twice. Same word twice. But I apparently told everybody I was a Christmas murderer. So You know, I go door to door and I kill. But what I, was I worse is not only did I have to sing in front of people at whatever age that that was, with a mm-hmm. speech impediment for the word of whatever role I was, but the girl next to me developed a heart condition at that time. And I, <laughs> at one point, well, during rehearsals, she passed out and like we caught her and she developed this like heart condition. She had to have a heart monitor on her at all times. Nice. And at Again, I don't. How old was I? Did you, you do the like math? Sec, sec, Six. Second grade would have been like seven, seven or eight. All right, so seven or eight year old clocky. Imagine me. I am five foot four right now. I wasn't. I wasn't very tall back then. So imagine this much. stick skinny, tiny six, seven year old. With the tallest girl in class next to me who developed a heart condition. And you know what we did about this heart condition? Nothing. I was in charge of her. Oh. So every time we would do a rehearsal, from now on, I didn't hold my book like everyone else. I had to have one arm around her back in case she passed out again. And I would have to stand that way. And then whenever... I was given specific instructions because I was the fastest kid around because I did end up becoming a collegiate sprinter in life. I was given specific instructions that. that if she were to pass out during rehearsals, it was my job to guide her to the floor safely and then run for help. And I had to do this every time we had rehearsals. And then on stage, I had to monitor her her while simultaneously being a Christmas killer. You know what killed my Christmas? That goddamn play. I was going to say, that is the most American public school play. (laughs) 
Yeah, this child, literal child, has a heart condition. Yeah, Should we I... take her off? No, 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 no. Put put the smaller girl next to her and then make it her job because as the director, you have to manage all of these children. No, it was so... it was little Glocky's job. Freaking you know, 60 maybe... pound, not even, probably like no, 50 pound, six-year-old girl because I was the fastest. And so I could run for help the quickest if she went down. I had forgotten about that story until recently. I guess I trauma blocked that because like it was because... so, because one, I was super shy. Two, I didn't like mm -hmm. singing in front of people. And three, because I was super shy, the idea of physical contact with somebody that I wasn't really friends with was super weird. And I had to have my arm around her back all the time. Do you still like? Do you like still know this person? I know who she is. I haven't spoken to her probably since high school. She actually okay. lived in my neighborhood growing up. Oh, this well, like was my neighborhood like is connected to another one, and she lived in that one. But like we yeah. were friends for years afterwards okay, like, and like, stuff. Like we'd hang out a, quite a bit. But the beginning of a blossoming friendship. I mean, I, I, we hung out. I wouldn't say we were like bestest friendos, but we did hang out a decent amount. And then okay. we never spoke again, but it, I trauma blocked the fact that I had to be a medical professional at seven years old. You should have put that on your college application. <laughs> that would have been, they would have been like, definitely her. That's like the things everyone talks about. Like, yeah, I had, I definitely had some traumatizing like high school stories, but I've had traumatizing elementary school stories. God, now I have to think back on mine. My classic elementary school was the Christmas play. Mm -hmm. Classically, another thing is I think third or fourth grade, you have to put on a, they call it like aquarium day or something. Every kid uh, in that grade, you get to pick a specific sea creature for the year okay. and you research the sea creature and you have to study it and then you make a you know those giant trifold boards yeah oh and you had to God. make a whole poster of that sea creature and you had to come up with like a five to ten minute presentation for your sea creature and make a costume for your sea creature and like every in aquarium day, I think that I don't know the actual name. That's what I'm going to call it is we would set up in the gymnasium and everyone was in a spot with their trifold board behind them. And like that was a day like all, you know, parents could come visit and like the other mm -hmm. classes would take turns coming around and seeing our performances all day. And we'd stand in front of our trifold boards in our little costumes and talk about our sea creature. Do you know what sea creature I chose? I. Yes, I do, actually. What was Narwhal? it? No. That's my first favorite sea creature nowadays. Okay. My well. original favorite sea creature has a really big happy face. The puffer fish! Oh my god! I dressed up like a puffer fish <laughs> at nine years old. And I was in this like oversized shirt and it had like little fins on the side. <clears throat> and what we did was we put like a piece of foam or cardboard on the inside that I would like hug to my chest and then tell my story and I'd go, poof, poof, 
do you still remember any of the the presentation you think i was so traumatized and nervous to speak in front of people that i have i would just kept saying like ah, i'm just gonna pass out so i would just like sit down and try to avoid giving my speech as much as possible because i said my costume was too hot Pufferfishes are actually known for their defense mechanism my of- sister was an octopus and so she had all the tentacles around her <laughs> they were like in pantyhose and like oh. stuffed with like uh, batting that you would put in pillows and she just had like mm-hmm. pantyhose stockings all around her. <laughs> this was a thing. Uh, like it went I'm... on for years. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to choose a clownfish. I'm not going to choose a shark. I'm going to choose different. a fish that has to move so that you understand what it is. And I was like, I know I definitely went into like in depth about it because like i told the story of how a puffer fish is different than a spine fish and a spy like not a spine fish a uh spiky fish i don't know now i had it in my head and then as soon as i started saying it out loud i forgot what it was called but i was like told the difference between each type of fish and then i would poof myself out and then i would be like okay i'm scared now i'm done and that was that was my that was my thing just i'm scared now i'm done yeah. Just waddle away. Yeah. Uh, I always knew even, I was going to be a superstar. I mean, clearly you should have known the second you put <laughs> on. Should your I remake my pufferfish puffer fish costume? costume? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Did we do anything like that? I don't think we did animals in seventh grade. We did a uh, like influential person presentation. Um. And it was very loose criteria. I mean, we had people who dressed up as, like, where the the I, this is when I was overseas, and so one of the people, one of the students, dressed up as Edward Nudge, who was like super important in like Hungarian history. You want to know who I picked? Oh God, Slim Shady. Oh no. <laughs> Because I had, I mean, I had even longer hair back then than I do now. Like, it was down to my shoulders. And so... Oh, no. Um, this was the first time that I had shaved my head since, like, I was four. Because I was on swim team, and then we moved overseas, and I didn't swim again. So I just decided to grow my hair out. And then I was like, no, nah, my dad's been on me about cutting my hair. I should probably cut my hair. So I cut it, wore my brother's baggy jeans... And then a pair of basketball shorts, so I didn't get dress coded. And then I had pretty much everything else, like a a really loose shirt or uh, like sweater. And then for the actual presentation, we just had to like talk about them. So I basically just recited like the plot of Eight Mile, <laughs> and then. Because I was so young, I watched the movie once. Yeah, I was like, well, I was like, you know, you're 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 a guy in seventh grade, like talking about drive-by shootings and all the violent stuff from (laughs) like Marshall Mathers' Eminem's past is no, not like not a big deal, but like you don't want to get in trouble from your teacher. So then I was like, and then some violent stuff happened, but now he's back, back again. Thought no, I was you didn't. You didn't say did. that. No, I one hundred percent did. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. Um. 
See, we're we're polar opposites because when I was a kid, I was super outgoing. I was friends with. I thought you were gonna say everybody. you were super cool, and I was like, all right, screw you, man. I just pretty just much. Shy. And then and then I got to high school, and it flipped back. I was always shy. I only became not shy. I started breaking out a little bit junior, senior year of college, and then I became not shy after college. Once I got out of my trauma. Pretty much the same. Started because I met up with some of, or no, I mean, I got a little bit more outgoing in college itself, but like where I am now only came way later because mm -hmm. I remember meeting up with some of my best guy friends growing up and I like went to a bar with them on summer break or something and they're like, you talk a lot now. And I was like, okay, fuck you. Sorry that I don't sit down and take it anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you talk a lot. Y'all used to abuse me and be like, yeah, we like the shy girl. I'm like, first off, now that I have opinions, it's a problem. Well, isn't the, Women shouldn't the, like, have voices. Why do you sound like J. Jonah Jameson? Because I'm clearing my throat because I got phlegm because I took my inhaler, so my voice is going to change for the next couple seconds. Women shouldn't have voices and give me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Where's that Spider-Man? I want pictures of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, you don't have a PS5, right? Because you haven't you haven't played the new Spider-Man. No, I have a PS4. Oh. What was your favorite well, recess open. activity? Did you have recess overseas? Wow. Okay. Not only did we have recess, we oh, had God. an hour and forty minute recess. What the hell? So you you. I'm also about to, to to shatter your reality. We had a 15 minute snack break at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mom, so why didn't you 10, send me overseas? So 10 to 10:20, we had our snack break. But like within the last five minutes, they would close the cafeteria. We also had like not like five star chefs, but we had actual chefs come in and cook. I for went us. to a prison, apparently. Well, yeah, not I mean, literally. I, I, high school um, is a prison though if you think about it and then we would uh, like that was just for snacks and then from like 12 to 1 30 was like our, our recess and then the last 10 minutes they would send everyone back inside um but you could literally, and what I would do is my parents would give me like 20 bucks at the start of the week. And like, this is your lunch money for the week. And so I would not get anything for a snack break except the Gatorade. And then um, for lunch, I would get two small ham and cheese sandwiches. And I would take them from the cafeteria. And as I was walking to the soccer fields, I would eat both of them and then play soccer with my friends for like basically an hour and then we'd all get called back in um for classes and then i if i was still hungry i would buy like a packet of or like a, a bag of chips and eat it on my way to my next class were you a consistent like did you eat the same thing every day for most of your yes same. And that's why I, I cannot anytime that like i would I, always I, eat the same thing every day i would have just enough quarters so that i could go up when i bought my lunch i would buy specifically baked cheetos the baked cheetos were good and then when i was done i would make my friend 
go up with me so that I could buy a second bag of baked Cheetos because I didn't want to be embarrassed that people knew that I could eat two bags of baked Cheetos. But I would eat two bags of baked Cheetos every day in middle school for about three years. I consumed so many baked Cheetos. Yeah, but now as, you know, even if I packed, I still went up to buy baked Cheetos. Yeah, but you probably couldn't eat like would not eat a bag of baked Cheetos now, would you? Baked Cheetos are still good. I've I've found them occasionally. But when I try, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just like maybe maybe they're not as amazing as I thought they were in my brain. And I'll have like a bag of regular Cheetos. Nasty. Oh, yeah. nasty. Baked Cheetos were where it's at, but the actual Cheetos were disgusting. I, I have to be like in a very specific mood. And then even then, I only eat like half the bag. Mm. Middle, no, I would get... middle school was Cheeto year or Cheeto time. Cheeto. <laughs> high, high school. school I... oh. Baked Doritos is where it was at for me. High school, I would either. <laughs> God, our you and your five star chefship. My food choices in my high school, what I would eat every day, was disgusting. I would probably have a soft pretzel. <clears throat> okay, that okay. was probably hard. They weren't bad. Most of the time, they were pretty good if you got them right. Yeah, I'd get a soft know. pretzel, and then my main food would be a um, <clears throat> essentially like an oval shaped piece of garlic bread. That was just pepperoni pizza. Yep. And that was what I would eat every day. If that wasn't available, I probably wouldn't really eat. Or a Gatorade. I was, uh, my diets were shite. That was my high school. I don't remember what I ate in elementary school because they always sold you those like weird meals. And I think I bought a lot. Oh, did, did you ever get the like paper carton milk? Oh, all the time. Yeah, I did. I do have better memories of my elementary. I have the world's worst memory. My mom hates that I can't remember my childhood at all. She's like, you know, maybe I'm like, I don't. I've trauma blocked 99% of my life for some reason. (laughs) But I am in high school. You can volunteer for a club called. um, Big. Big Big sister, big brother, big something. Big sibling? No, stand tall. It's called stand tall. I was like, I never had something about being tall. Stand tall, where you get to literally leave school and go to your chosen elementary school and you get to be assigned to a classroom there and hang out with elementary school kids uh, like once a month for like an entire year. And so like I'd spend a lot of time in my elementary school and high school for two years when I got into the club. So like I have a lot better memory of what my middle my elementary school looked like now because i saw it when i was older and i'm like oh wow but also it's super it was super special to go through there because my mom actually painted a bunch of murals in my elementary school um they hired my mom to paint uh two murals outside the library and then she painted one mural outside the main office the main office one Mm. is a panther because uh, that was our school mascot. So it's a panther right. surrounded by flowers. And in the corner, it is actually signed by my mother. And it says, in loving memory of her father, because he passed away at the time she was doing that. Um, so that's actually in my elementary school. And then outside the library is um, 
Dr. Seuss. And then the other one is, I can't remember. It was a popular children's book at the time. It's a penguin that wore a red and white scarf. It was like tacky penguin. Did it have a hat? I believe it. I feel like I'm remembering. I think it was called tacky. Tacky? Tacky penguin. Tacky Tacky the penguin. penguin. This sounds like a really specific insult. You dress like a tacky penguin. I think it was tacky the penguin. I'm now I'm misremembering the colors because the colors here show that it was purple and blue. But there was she painted a penguin. I would have to double check with her, and I can. She would have the images somewhere, but there's actually three murals in my elementary school painted by my mom, and she would be cool. in there during the day painting. So sometimes when I'd have library or lunch, I'd walk by and I'd be able to see my mom at school so it was always like super cute during that time because i was like hi mom or she would have something for me but she would be like sitting there painting and everyone would watch her paint Mm -hmm. but yeah she did a couple murals in my school and i think when i was still there in high school they were still there i mean you probably haven't been back there in years i haven't been back since i went to college but when i was in high school when i was a senior in high school they were still there so that was i graduated high school in 2014. So it's been a while. Yeah. But yeah. They were there for many years. If they still are, then cool. But That's she actually cool. did murals in my school. <laughs> so I'd get to see my mom. Cause she used to um she would get hired to paint uh all over the place. She would I didn't paint know she was at- a painter. Oh my gosh, my mom is one of the best artists. She's phenomenal. She would paint stuff up. All around before our house, my parents' house got like I don't I don't want to call it modernized, but but like renovated, renovated where like you know you do the nice trim and the solid mm-hmm. color walls. Like we had you know some like light blue walls, and she would she painted like a fairy forest on the bottom of it and painted fairies in it, and she would paint stuff on the doors or like in our rooms on our bookshelves. She would paint for me. She painted butterflies and flowers and she uh would do that pretty much on all of our stuff and she painted a lot of things for clients people would hire her to paint somebody had her hired her to paint a giant uh carousel horse on one of their garages so like a huge carousel horse mural she painted she painted several of those she's painted carousel horse murals a lot my mom, yeah, my mom used to paint for a lot of people, which is, oh. that was after she quit her job of being a pediatric nurse, but that was after she quit her job of working as an OR nurse. My mom's done a lot of stuff. She, when I was just up there <laughs> last month, um, I had just learned about all that stuff because your mom was, your mom, your mom and I were talking about like our old jobs in the hospitals and she was like, oh yeah, I did this. I was like, I didn't know you worked at a hospital. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I did this, this, that. She went to nursing school, worked in an OR, and then when she was overly stressed from the OR, makes sense, she decided to go into pediatrics so that she could kind of, because that was the time we were pediatrics, so Mm -hmm. she would do some of our treatments, me and my older sister, and by that I mean she would take the vaccines from the doctor's office and bring them home and vaccinate my sister and I at home. 
I can see the I I see the thought process there. I see it. And ba but back then also it, yeah, they were like it, it wasn't was, like nothing. She would just like bring home like the flu vaccines and stuff. Yeah. And like she would transport them properly. Obviously, she was a trained right. nurse. But she would come out we'd come home and she'd be like, It's got we got shots today. And I was like, No, I can't avoid it by not going to the doctor's office because my mom will just bring it home. <laughs> And then once we were out of our pediatric age, she was like, I'm so done with doctors and their disrespect of nurses. So then she took time to become a painter. Well, she was already a painter, but she started like getting clientele and painting for yeah. people. And then at that same time, she moved from painting to wanting to pursue even more of her passions, which is gardening. And now she has her own landscaping business, gardening and landscaping. Mm -hmm. Which I helped with. I don't know how we got I mean, middle school to my mom, but hey, my mom's great. Hey. <laughs> my mom's done a lot of stuff. This one's for you, mom. This is the mom episode. Um, well, we can go back to middle school. I was the, uh, the <laughs> no, mascot. No, I don't want to. I was the mascot for my uh, you were the middle mascot? school. So. Was it because you looked like Slim Shady? No, this had, this oh. was after. No, this was the same year. Yeah, same year as Slim Shady. So I was in... Uh, <laughs> it's a Slim Shady's year. I was in Eastern Europe for five years. Was it years. Pufferfish year? No, this would have been seventh <laughs> grade, I think. Um, the main reason was because I found the costume or the, the actual mascot because all it literally was was like a red pair of pants. And we got our name the blazers because and you're gonna love this the reason that they called that we changed our name to the blazers was because our old campus burned down <clears throat> it's a bad joke it's cool that's a pretty I'm, bad joke man i wish i i wish they were joking but they hey, weren't man that oh, was no, traumatizing what should we call our mascot fire inferno hear me Orky out the blazer fire <laughs> i get it because we burn yeah. blazing yeah sold yeah cool. i was really hoping it was because they were gonna wear blazers but no no it's worse no i i never well i wore a blazer once overseas but that was it That's um worse. yeah but we had a an international festival because it was an american international school um we had literally i mean korea japan china germany england Australia, what's up? I figured it out. Tacky the penguin is the one she painted, but what I was thinking of visually with the scarf, I did have slightly the wrong colors, but I was thinking of Topper the penguin from the Christmas movie, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Claymation, because I grew up watching that. Topper the penguin, but she painted Tacky the penguin because I was a change book. Anyway, <clears throat> got my penguins correct. Feel better this now? Anyone who's wondering how it's like to talk to Clocky off of stream or outside of content, it is exactly like this. I needed to get the penguins right. It doesn't bother no, me. Because it's the same way. It's it's I, it's not that I'm not listening to what you're saying. It's just I can't focus on this one piece of information that I can't remember properly. I found it. Not to interrupt what you're saying, but I did this. I found it. And then, so yeah, back to what you're saying. Um, So because I was one of the tallest kids in seventh grade, they were like, hey, Bryce, do you want to be Sparky for the International Festival? And I'm like, that Not sounds Not Sparky and Blazer. Awesome. 
No, we were the Blazers. Our mascot was named Sparky. Okay. All so right. We were the Budapest Blazers, but our mascot was Sparky. No, I get it. I just don't like it. Well, um, the problem is... <laughs> uh, well... The problem is, um, <laughs> Sparky is basically when you think of fire, you think of like, like if this is the fire. I mean, usually I just is, think of fire. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like if you're thinking of like a small, like a sink, like a fire bolt that you know, like in in Baldur's Gate, where they, no. they hold the fire in their hand. That's. Well, I'm thinking Calcifer. Who? Howl's Moving Castle. Oh. Holy. Or, you know, Avatar Last Airbender, better fire options, more universal. Well, anyways, Sparky was basically upside down fire. So he was top heavy. Why upside down? You're asking questions that, one, I didn't have when I was a kid. And two, I wish I knew the answers to. But it basically ended up being, and I could send you a picture of it. It was a nightmare to wear because the face holes were like this big or the eye holes. And it was impossible to keep it on my head properly. And there was definitely a couple kids who saw that Sparky was just a person on the inside. And I kind of, I I felt like I ruined Christmas for them, to be honest. I mean, yeah, no, I get it. I'm desperately Googling this, trying to find this. Let me see if I can. I need, I, I need, I need to know. I definitely have a picture somewhere of me actually wearing. What are you just wearing gym shorts? Don't tell me. Don't well, tell like, me. Is it just gym shorts and like a red top? Black shorts. Because I think I found it. And I can tell you right now, I don't like it. Oh, that? No, that is not me. Well, I didn't think it was you, but is that the mascot? No, that is someone's Halloween costume. It says American International School of Budapest. Yeah, but which one are you looking at? I typed in Blazer Sparky Budapest mascot. And there's a Facebook School of Budapest. Did you go to the American International School of Budapest? I did, but... Well, see, now I'm concerned. <laughs> did you wear black gym shorts? You're going to have to show me the picture because I don't remember. I mean, I don't think this is you because it looks too old. This would have been like... 20 because this is this is what i'm getting oh no that's not no that is that is the that is the updated (laughs) that's updated that's a terrible piece of work well like here one second open like that's what he looked like when i went there yeah that's the logo yeah Yeah, I've got the logo down. I'm just looking for the mascot, my guy. 
I'd have to scour Facebook to see if that picture still exists. Because I definitely had a picture on my Facebook page of me wearing the mascot. Were you costume. all furry? No. Oh. I don't like I don't like how you phrase that either. Well, there's only one other image and it's just covered in fur. I just have to know what your upside down fireball looked like. It's bad. It wasn't good. For those who don't have images, I'm not showing it on camera, just so you know. You're going to have to look this I, up yourself and you're going to not like it. I, yeah, I want your guys' uh, <laughs> what you guys think. I want you to imagine it in your head. Because I'm telling you, it ain't good. It ain't good. It's whatever you're thinking, it's worse. Well, anyway, while you may have had an hour and a half of recess, we had probably, I don't know, 30 minutes or something. Well, yeah, Maybe an hour. I that doubt was it. just to eat, right? Like, you guys didn't get to go out or do anything, right? We would eat and then go have recess, yeah. Because, well, anyway, middle school you'd or high school? eat and then you'd line up. We didn't have... Did yeah, you say you high school? Lunch. Yeah. Recess in high school? No. I mean, I also just like didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I only had recess in elementary school. I didn't have it in middle school or high school. Well, I guess I didn't have it in eighth grade either. And I was doing one of three things. Training somebody how to run faster because I was the fastest kid in grade. So they were like, teach me how to run like you. And I was like, Did I... You did you know. charge anyone like no, a jolly like, rancher uh playing in the tree line with the boys while we threw pine cones at each other valid that's where I or uh that little spinny thing on the playground my job was always to push it because i was strong and fast and i wasn't allowed to ride anyway i had a really good childhood I was always made to run. Can you see the trend here? Clacky, make sure you run so if she passes out. Clacky, make sure you run and spin us really fast. Clacky, can you teach me how to run faster? Clacky, can you be the star soccer player because you're fast, but we're not actually going to do anything with you? Clacky, can you run over here? Clacky, can you run up there? I had one job. I can see now why you became a collegiate sprinter. Once upon a time in middle school, too, uh, we have to learn uh, the song Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Don't know how I got here in my brain. Um, and we learned the sign language with it. Don't remember it, by the way. Uh, you do the sign language with it. You have to perform it. And because uh, my family was a bunch of nerds, I had a Pocahontas dress that I wore the day of the <laughs> performance. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about white. <laughs> Hey. Hey. Yeah, I wore a Pocahontas I, dress while performing Pocahontas' Colors of the Wind. Yeah, no, uh, I probably would have left Can that in the dress. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Yeah, it was well, like something like that. It. I remember like paint and wind. So, like, and there's not the cutting sign, down the sycamore ears. tree. That was the only three I think I remember. We did the cheese musical. Sorry? I 
it's like cheeses of around the world, like cheeses of the world or some shit. Um, I was Gouda. That's all I remember of it. It was just like 60 first graders all on stage with like ill-fitting white shirts because they were like, oh, we're not going to make you guys buy your own white shirts, but we're just going to buy one size for everybody. I was hoping you guys were going to wear cheese wheels. No, no. That would no. be so much better. The one thing we did get to do was like slight, like, so we got, we got to wear like either a hat or glasses. So I had like a really big pair of glasses and then like, I think a feather like shawl. Wow. Um, That's not I, good at all. I don't know what Gouda has feathers in it, but I'm going to say, nah, I my... didn't know that Gouda was a cheese until like fifth grade. And I was telling my friends this and they're like, why were you Gouda? I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't pick it. Or like, have you ever had Gouda? I was like, I, you could have, I could have lived my entire life thinking that Gouda was fake cheese. And I, I would have believed you if you said it was fake. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like literally each of the, each of the first graders, we had like one line and it was like, I could not remember what it was. You have to remember like, this one line. It had to have rhymed because in my head, I, I remember it as like, and I'm Gouda and that's much better because I think the person after me or before me or after me was Feta. Wow. Don't remember. This was like first wow. grade. Wow. This my, like, musical sounds horrible. They, we were first graders. Yeah, and I was a killer in second grade. Come on, step up well, your game. Look, the cheese the, to murder is the classic <laughs> stepping stones here. You dress in a cheese wheel, then you kill somebody. It's really right. And then and then you uh what sprinkle parmesan on their dead body? Is that how that works? Merge them together? We were what you do. No, what you do is you, you're doing the grinding and you go, all right, and I'll say when, and then you don't stop until they suffocate on the cheese. That's, I just saw a commercial. That's, that's tragic. Are you okay? I didn't say, I, there's this one like state farm commercial that keeps popping up and it's With literally cheese? just Yes, it's it's I think they're at they're at like what's supposed to be Olive Garden. And there's a person who's standing who's sitting there and the waiter's like, uh, Parmesan cheese? And he's like, Yeah, just say when. And he just is grinding it on the little on the like the lip, which is the the, the bigger problem for me, because it's the little like hand cheese grater. And it just keeps going and cheese keeps coming out. And the guy is like buried up to his neck and he goes, That's all right. And then the guy comes by with the pepper. I think it's a phone commercial, honestly. I it's been a weekend. I mean, I have, like cheese as much as the next person. You don't have cheese nightmares? I have a lot of nightmares about boys from high school, but no, not cheese. Mm. Are they holding cheese in these nightmares? No. What if they were? No. No, I just have several, several nightmares about boys and girls. Mostly the girls' soccer team. And how much they abused and traumatized me in my high school career. Well, that is a different were... podcast episode. Yeah. Put a pin in that one. Get there. Blackie's um... soccer trauma. Pink! <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Right. Um, what else? We're still in middle school? Middle school. 
I'm kind of jumping between middle school and elementary school because I don't really remember a lot of elementary school. Elementary school was all of my fun events. Yeah. Um, that's when I started to get really good at art. Or <laughs> by good is when I started to pay more attention to art. It's also the time that I got uh, enrolled into violin lessons. Failed out. Violin? And then okay. I got rolled into flute lessons. Failed out because I couldn't make it go. <laughs> I just couldn't get the lips right. <laughs> Tried. Never got a sound out of it. Never got a damn sound out of that thing. Um, I at least could make noise on the violin. It just wasn't good. That's not that hard. Also, I can't String read music you to can't? this day. Can't. Can you keep uh, a beat? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Can't read music, can't keep a beat. I've tried. I've tried to learn anything about music. Got nothing. So when I work on my audio for my microphone and it's like tenor and bass, I'm like, whoa! Whoa, that's a lot! You 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 know what tenor bass Absolutely not. Soprano alt or alto soprano is, right? I have no clue. Okay. I know bass is deep, and that is about as far as I've okay. got. So, so bass is the deepest, okay? It's the lowest. Correct. See, I knew that. <laughs> there's, there's your, your other three options are soprano, alto, and tenor. Yep. Which one is above bass? All of them, obviously. Sure, but what order? That's not my area of expertise. I was, okay, uh, is... I was the runner, okay? Sure, if I was in the I... maze runner, I would have been a runner. I never saw it. Anyway, <laughs> I played saxophone for like seven years. My sister played the saxophone shit. as well. You know which one she played? You think I know about music? I just told you I can't it, read music. Kid. Was it a lot like a straight saxophone or like the typical saxophone or a big typical saxophone? It was just like a little gold. Okay, um, so that she played she probably played the alto saxophone. Sure. Yep. It's the one I played. She also played the violin way better than I did. Mm. She had talent. I did not. My sister was my parents saw her as a promising child, and I was hanging on for dear life. Like where I am now, mom and dad. Uh no, but uh elementary tree. school. I did the music lessons, failed out of those. Um Outside of those traumatic things or those events, the only other middle school event I can vaguely remember is when my sister convinced the entire school uh, she went to the hospital. I can't give her shit for that. I did that too. She didn't want to write um, in her daily journal in English class one day. And the teacher was like, come on, miss, you have to write in your journal. And she was like, I don't want to. And she was like, well, just write about something you did over the weekend. And my sister was like, I don't want to write about what I did over the weekend. I was in the hospital all weekend. And the teacher was like, oh, I'm so sorry, miss. Like, just, you know, lay your head down for 15 minutes or something. And my mom started getting phone calls all day long. And, like, our neighbors were coming over to her house. I'm like, why didn't you tell me miss was in the hospital? Like, we would have made you guys dinner because, like, that's when – Neighbors still cook dinner for people all the time. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, we would have cooked you guys dinner. We would have brought you a casserole or something. Like, what's 
why didn't you tell us miss was in the hospital and my mom was like what and the principal called her mm-hmm. she was like i, I you should have told us she was in the hospital we would have made accommodations for her and she picks my sister up from school and my mom was like i wanted to be mad so bad but i was like <laughs> what She's like, I got Mom of the Year award because I didn't tell anyone nor care that my own daughter was in the hospital when she wasn't. She just lied to an entire school and they all believed her. And my mom got shit for it. She was like, she was, what? She lied so well that even your mom started to believe her. Yeah, my mom was like, like what? She was like, I don't, she wasn't in, in the hospital this weekend. She, she might have. Huh. But other than that, most of my middle school stories are done. High school, or my elementary school stories are done. My middle school stories were my really prepubescent, ugly, awkward years where I thought the best... I'm going to reveal something about myself. Oh, boy. I know that I don't have good fashion sense right now. I'm getting better. I change my outfits and I experiment more. Do you? Do you? Do you know what my ideal you know? fashion sense was in middle school? I thought it I looked great. Feel like you've told me this, but I there was, cannot there's remember. There's two. There's two. My everyday look: sports bra. Some weird V-neck shirt printed from Delia's. Oh, no. Jeans, probably. My hair in the tightest ponytail. So my hair was also really curly at this time. My hair was in the tightest slicked back ponytail. And I would use mousse and hairspray to slick. I had a lot of baby hair that would stick up, so I would slick it back. And then I would take... Sorry pre-wrap every day and i would use pre-wrap as a tightly rolled headband so i'd have my hair slicked back with a crease in it because i'd have my pre-wrap in it that never matched whatever weird printed delius low v v-neck shirt i have with my sports bra on and like my gray not like brown and light brown but my gray cheetah print zipper ankle converse then my other style was bright the i loved delia's growing up so my entire wardrobe was delia's the brightest color of skinny jean i could wear lime green red blue orange white purple had them all and then some sort of matching skin tight graphic tee from Delius as well. That's how I used to dress myself in school. Listen here, man, I got all the bitches. You missed the perfect opportunity to get every other girl in your grade to dress like you simply by telling them the reason you're so fast is because your hair is slicked back and it's more aerodynamic. Oh God, nobody cared about that anymore. I mean, I was the fastest girl in school at that second fastest girl in school at that time. Uh, But like, 
I was doing that in sixth grade. You can't join the track team till seventh and eighth. So I was oh, doing okay. that even in sixth grade. And then I started going to the bright <laughs> skinny jeans and then, oh, oh, and I also had the trend of Nike at that time started releasing the multicolored printed sneakers. So like the check mark would be blue and then like the little oh, top yeah. part would be green and the other part would be yellow. I would have like four or five pairs of like multicolored print Nike oh, sneakers. Goodness. That I would cycle through mm -hmm. while wearing my <laughs> bright jeans no. and some nasty. <laughs> I mean, there's probably something to say about the bright colors. Like what? You wanted to stand out. I thought I was the hot shit. Also, back then, though, like I, no I... one liked me, but I thought I was hot shit. Okay, when I say no one liked me, like, I I had plenty of friends. I just wasn't, like, a popular girl. Yeah. But I just thought I was hot shit. Okay. Because I was friends with some girls that were, like, on the popular chain. So I was like, if I'm friends with them, by default, I'm in that crowd. And that means everyone's looking at me. So that brings up a, a question. So where I went to height, like, the last bit of middle school and high school, the popular kids... Was there like a like in the typical like 80 mo 80s movies where all the popular kids are jocks? Was that how it was for your high school or was there like a different like I don't I can't think of the word, but like the the popular kids where I went to high school where we, we they were all the preppy kids, like they wore Sperry's and Vineyard Vines. Yes. Just These, like your school? The preppy kids and the richer kids were the popular kids. The jocks were me in high school. I was a jock. Um, I, I, by default, because of the guy friends that I had, fell into a pseudo-popular group. So, like, as much as I thought I wasn't popular, everybody knew my name. Because mm -hmm. my name was on the announcements pretty much every day because of track. During the announcements, they would announce who won each event. Mm -hmm. And I won most events that I ran or I was on a relay. So, and at middle school, I think you can do four events per track meet, four or five. College, it's only three before something. So, like, mm -hmm. every event I would place. So, my name would be announced over and over and over again. So, by default, the people I hung out with, I was popular. I wasn't well-liked. I didn't go to mm -hmm. the popular parties. I wasn't friends with any of them. I was known. I didn't believe it. And I was like, I'm awkward and shy and weird. And I had braces and my hair was really <laughs> curly and dark. And I would over crunch it with mousse. And my outfits were terrible. I was not cute, okay? I got somewhere eventually. They had a glow up. But I was not, I was not, but the popular kids were everyone who could afford Uggs, because that's when they started coming out. Uggs, North Faces? North Faces, uh, North Faces, Uggs, Sperry's. Um, I know it's not an expensive brand, but they all had Jansport backpacks. Yes. You couldn't no, have like an expensive one or a fancy one. It was always a Jansport backpack with your expensive clothing. Yep. But all one shoulder... Barely any books in it, Jansport backpack. 
You're like, that's empty. Why are you carrying that around? Yeah. No, Where I'm like, over literally... here carrying like five textbooks and I'm like, I will not be yelled at for not having my textbooks in class I'll today. All my textbooks and my, my pencil bag. It was worse because I'd often be carrying two bags because I'd have my sport bag, my class bag. And then sometimes when I do that, I also had to go because I was an AP art student. So I'd be carrying around art projects, mm. backpack and another backpack. And I'm like, all right. Da, da, da. I only had to do that. Like my first year when I was a sophomore in high school, I was like really into JROTC because I thought for the longest time I was like, I'm going to join the military and I'm, I'm going to do my part. And then long story short, I got to college and was like, man, it's nice sleeping in past eight (laughs) o'clock. This is, this is really nice. Um, but like by sophomore year, I was already on like the senior staff. So I was helping actually run the unit. And by run the unit, we mean like the very small things of, hey, this person, this cadet is on this team. Here's all their information. They've earned this ribbon. You put it on a, (laughs) we would get uh, like uh, note cards and we would cut them in half. And then their new ribbons would go on there. And that was my first job was admin officer was basically figuring out who gets which ribbon. Nice ribbon. Um, it was. Um, I did get to perform our silent drill routine at the our senior year pep rally, which was awesome until I dropped my rifle. <clears throat> I was the only one who dropped the rifle. Embarrassing. It was... I was even paler back then than I am now. Like... My and then you got so turned, embarrassed. My <laughs> face turned beet red. It was the worst moment of high school. And it was the last time I was going to be around 90% of those people. And that I was performing with the drill platoon because our change of command was like the next day. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it was... Also, the other thing is whenever you drop a rifle, uh, you have to do 10 push-ups. So on top of all of that, our senior naval science instructor is like, congratulations to, you know, the, the drill team, you know, so-and-so is going to be the new CEO. That will be during the change of ceremony. Also, Cadet Bryce, I, I really hate to do this right now, but you owe me 10 push-ups for dropping the rifle. We had that rule, but it was for batons and track. If you drop the baton, you have to do 10 push-ups. I could see that. So every time you dropped one, you had to drop down and do push-ups. I never ran track in high school, but I had a bunch of friends. Like I was kind of the same as you, where I wasn't popular, but I was friends with a lot of like popular kids individually. I was friends with every—I was in every group. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was friends with, but I, I mingled with every group. I was in the art kid crowd, loved them. But then I was also in the quiet kid crowd because I didn't like to yeah. talk. But then I was with the kids that almost always went to the parties because I was friends with them. But I would never go to the parties because I was like, I'm going to actually stay home. And I, my dad and I were planning on playing Borderlands this weekend. Literally, I would tell that to dad. people. I'd be like, they'd be like. You want to come out like I would get invited to events, but I was like, my dad and I are watching a show and I, I've asked him to hang out already. 
I loved hanging out with my parents in high school. <laughs> I watched shows with them and played games with my dad all the time <laughs> instead of going out. I don't uh, regret it. I had a great no, time. I mean, I, I think that if I went That's to parties in high school... That's where I became a homebody. Well, as you say, I feel like if I went to parties in high school, I feel like I would have peaked in high school. Because I definitely feel like I peaked in college because I went to parties and did actual social stuff. But it was great because I was, I already know that I'm a very nervous person. So if I had a sip of alcohol before I turned 21, I would have been sitting there like, okay, I have four hours until all the alcohol in my system is gone. You'd be doing math about how to not get caught underage. Well, so... Did you, so for our driver's ed, it was like, here are the signs. Now sign up for driving lessons with me. And that's how we learned how to drive. Everything else was, all right, so here's a red solo cup. This bottom line is liquor. And that's how much, like, the volume. Oh, they of taught a us that at college orientation. They taught us that in driver's ed. And it was basically, this is how much you can drink in an hour and be at the legal limit to drive. And I was like, that seems backwards, but at least you're not saying don't drink ever. That's true. Just don't drink and drive. That's true. It's smarter it to teach a... you the limits. Yeah. It was it was weird, but I still love my driver's ed instructor. The only thing I remember from him is the first time that we would get in the car is he would look to each each of us and go, "What kind of music do you like listening to?" And someone was like, oh, pop, oh, hip-hop. Bryce, I don't know, kind of anything. Stupid answer, pick again. He was great. But it, well, it wasn't like, a, like, you suck. It was like, no, that's a dumb answer. Pick again. Lovely. And then anytime Trumpets by Jason Derulo came on, he would crank it up and sing along. Mm. Which is very appropriate for a high school teacher. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> My high school teacher, no. We definitely had some, I had some inappropriate high school teachers. Mm -hmm. One was a bit too flirty with the students than you would, do you think, should be appropriate? I mean, any bit of flirting with students, I feel um, like, as a high school teacher. My favorite teacher ever did come from my high school, though. He was my uh, science, my chemistry teacher. Uh, he would do the coolest experiments in class. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of you possibly have had chemistry class before, and they do, like, they put the different uh, chemicals on the lab tables and light them all on fire, and it shows the different colors that flame can burn. So we would uh -huh. do that in class. And then one day he was like, I want to do this one uh, experiment to show you guys something. So we went outside onto the lawn, and he was like, this is what happens when you put this reaction to this reaction, and he like lit it up, and they, like, they put uh, stones around it, and they put it on, and then it blew up. And he was like, oops. Too much and then we ran away and went back inside i went back and visited him a few times uh during college he always remembered me and he would call me soccer star that was his nickname for me soccer star which is did funny because him? i didn't even play soccer that well i mean i did but like i was the track star but he would always call me soccer yeah. star did even when i came back he's like say... hey soccer star and i was like well, that's not my name it's super star it's you So the other word that it's not that she would mispronounce it, but she it would was write spelling, it down. okay? Yeah, well, that's a story for another time. 
You're a superstar. Thank you. And you're a Christmas killer. And thanks for killing time with us. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. From Brocky and Clice. See you later. I, still hate Clice. I hate Clice. Well, thanks for killing time. <laughs>